Welcome to the Fulfillment Project Podcast. I'm your host, Simply Sarah, and I'm so glad that we've connected here today. I've created a series called Life Chats. This is a four-part series of each of my amazing guests as I take you on a journey through their awakening process. My aim and goal for this show is to give you, the seeker, a container to explore your own growth as you awaken and step into more alignment, more joy, and more fulfillment every single day. Rachel Benton, welcome back to the Fulfillment Project Podcast. Thank you. I'm excited to be here with you again. Yes, we are in the middle of your life chat series starting part three. Uh, Part one was all about the wound of abandonment. And you really went into talking about some childhood experiences and inner child healing, which I know is a huge part of your, your work and your journey. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's, uh, it was actually very uh, refreshing to open up about it as well, because I I talked about things that I don't typically talk about uh, in public. And so it was nice to just be able to voice that out and share that with everybody. Good. I've heard that from all the ladies who I've done this series with. They felt it really helped them process and go back and, you know, have an in-depth conversation like this over a, a certain period of time. It's, it's very good for us to process through conversation. Absolutely. I agree so much. Uh, Part two was all around intuition, which was a really great topic to help us understand that inner guidance that we have, the communication of our intuition, because it's a little different for everyone and building that relationship ultimately with your guidance. And so if anybody's watching or listening here and you haven't heard or watched Rachel's part one or two, I highly suggest you go back because it's a lot of groundwork and foundation for everything moving forward. Absolutely. Let's do this. All right. Okay. Let's dive in. Um, So we left off the conversation talking about how you really opened up your intuition uh, because of last summer in 2021, there was this space that you gave yourself uh, to allow yourself to hear yourself again, do some inner healing, rewrite some stories. And before we talk about what happened when you came out of that, what is your take on space during a healing period? Oh, it is the number one thing. It is so important. If anything else, space is what you need uh, because we are so, so programmed to live in our heads. Well, I know I am so programmed to live in my head that I didn't have time. I didn't have time to take the space. I didn't make the time to take to, to, to put space in my schedule to be able to do all this. And and I was going into a summer that summer. I was going into a summer, a busy summer. I was launching. I was um, creating. And so I really had to take a step back and honor what I needed in terms of healing. And that is, if I can suggest anything for anybody, make white space in your schedule to just be, to just be, because your emotions won't come up if there's so much going on in your life and they'll come up in different ways. And so you'll be triggered. And for me, I was being triggered and I would just start crying out of the blue and, or the anger comes up or the resentment comes up. It's like, if all of these buried um, emotions are coming up because they're trying to come through, but there's no space to come through. So they come through in different ways. And so when you can give and allow yourself the space, you can take these to your journal. They're easier to release. They're easier to write down and just be and and to process. For me, journaling was huge during that time because I got to write and I was writing and I got to process a lot of what I was going through without having to have an outburst or having to be like the tears coming through in the middle of a meeting or whatnot because I'm being triggered. I gave myself 
the space and space is so gold at this point, if you're trying to heal for sure. Yeah. That process of a personal transformation where we are wanting to gain a deeper relationship with ourselves, start looking at the things that are not serving us. They take that space because uh, there's so much distraction that's happening um, in our everyday life. If we look at, you know, modern society and how we're living and social media mm-hmm. and especially running a business and all the things and this constant to-do list in our head, the, the act of taking space can be quite uncomfortable and unknown and not even knowing what to do with that space. So talk to us about that process. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure you remember this when I came up to you and I said, I am going to master the art of doing nothing. And so I would sit, I read it somewhere. I can't remember where, but I read it somewhere and I would sit for 10 minutes, not allowed to get up, not in meditation, not doing any affirmations, nothing. I would just sit in the space and be. And it was the hardest thing I've ever done because your mind goes into, oh, but you have this to do and you have that to do. And then I'd sit there and be like, oh yeah, you got to put the dishes away. Oh yeah, you got to do. And I'd be like, no, 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 not, not right now. Not right now. We're coming back. And I came to a point after doing it a couple of times that it just became, I sat back and I was watching my thoughts and the thoughts would just come through. And I just, I wouldn't attach to any, I wouldn't, I just would let them come through and I'd watch them go by and I'd be like, okay. Yeah, no, I'm not moving. This is what I'm doing. And the thoughts quiet down after a while. When you're not attaching or giving them any fuel, they're just going to release and and wash away. And so I would be able to sit there and in, in quietness for a period of time and have the whole world working around me. But in this moment, in my little cocoon, in my little bubble, it was just quiet. It was nice. And I actually got to feel, right? Because I'm someone that, again, I live in my head and I shut down my emotions a very long time ago. And so feeling for me wasn't even, like, I didn't even know what that was. And so in those moments, I was able to quiet that down, but I got to feel, I didn't know what the feelings were. I just know they were sensations that I never noticed before. And so I got to sit down without naming what was going on and just sitting with my sensation and being like, okay, that's a bit uncomfortable or, oh, that feels good. But to kind of start learning my body, learning at how those sensations were coming through for me, but how my body was talking and leading me forward. And I I learned all that in these moments of nothingness where I fought at the beginning, but I committed. And so I gave myself, it was only 10 minutes a day. 10 minutes a day, I did that. And I was able to like unlock a beauty within me, a part of myself that I had completely shut down so long ago, because it was for me, it was too hard to feel. And so I was able to start learning those sensations and bring them up. And it's been absolutely beautiful for me to take that space, that quietness, that alone time, and that just that nothingness to open myself up to my emotions my feelings and my guidance system, right? Cause that's all where it stems from. So, yeah. Yeah. Joe and I were at an event a couple of weeks ago, downtown Toronto with a community. Uh, we've been in and out of for the past couple of years. P.S. It was so nice to be at live events again. Oh. Um, and the host said this one word that I thought was so beautiful. I'm going to see if it'll roll off my tongue. Well, uh, equanimity. 
equanimity, which means that calmness, centeredness, stillness, which I believe is exactly what you were talking about there, that, uh, that space within us where we feel like it's just us. And in that space, we actually feel such a huge capacity. And when we can take those 10 minutes, and like he's like, 10 minutes, you can make 10 minutes slow down. Like 10 minutes can feel very long when you get out of your mind and stop attaching to those thoughts and create that equanimity. I love that word. <laughs> I won't try to say it, but. Yes. Yeah. You were talking, I'm like, that's equanimity. Uh, yeah. And so it's, sometimes we feel like we don't have any time. How many times have we said that? Or we feel like we have like such a busy schedule and taking these little pockets of 10 minutes of time, because I'm pretty sure you're going to grab your phone and waste 10 minutes on Instagram at some point during the day, if not multiple times a day. And so how can we take this time to recenter ourselves and Mm -hmm. uh, rebalance? Yeah, it's so Mm -hmm. beautiful. Now, Taking this space allowed a lot to come through, which was literally a different version of you. Like I saw you calm your nervous system and really switch from fight or flight into rest and digest. I saw you honor your body and your time and your space so much more because once you find that peace, you're like, fuck no, no one is taking this from me. Like you literally become, I'll use the word possessive, but I don't mean that in the, um, in more of a negative term, but you, you don't want to lose that once you feel it, because if you've been running on fight or flight or all this like anxiety or worry or self-sabotage for so many years, we don't even understand how peaceful it can be when we find that calmness and we don't want to let it go. And so you were coming out of last summer and you were feeling this inner guidance. And I know sometimes when we start to feel that groundedness inside of us, but we also have, I'll say almost like PTSD from how we used to operate before. It can be uncomfortable and to know if we can trust that inner guidance. And so what was that process like of like actually sinking into that new version of yourself and getting comfortable with, with the stillness and with the guidance and with the more of a, like a flow approach to life? Yeah. And so when I still remember um, the summer coming to an end, we're mid-August and I knew I had a free offer coming up in October. And so I started working on that, but the fear came up. The fear of September came up because I knew that the summer in quotation marks, was ending, which means that technically I needed to go back to my business full time. Like that space that I had given myself and allowed myself to have in the summer had to come to an end. That's my mentality. That's what was going on in my head. And so there was a bit of anxiety coming up as the summer was rolling, uh, was coming to an end because I was afraid. And I remember sitting there working on this new launch because there was so much of me that had come through, right? I had so much, my intuition had come through. I had downloads of creativity. There was so much I wanted to share with people. So I was excited about it. And so I had to really sit down and work with my schedule and be like, you are not going back full time. Like you are not going back full force on every day, all day. I really had to make the conscious choice to say, I'm only going to work half a day today. And I'm going to honor myself. Even if I get so into it, I'm going to stop and honor the fact that I'm giving myself the afternoon off to be, to make sure that I'm not going back to the old version of me, to make sure that I don't go back to the do, 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 right? In my masculine, like I was so trained in. 
And so the first few weeks were, there were a learning curve uh, because there's so, there was so much on my schedule, right? You want to see clients. I had a launch coming. Um, I had a program going out as well. And so there's so much on my schedule, but I really had to realize that all of these things on my schedules, it was happening because I was giving myself the freedom to have space. That was the only way my intuition was going to flow freely. That was the only way that I could listen to my inner guidance. Because if I was going back, I was going back to the old rage, to the old version, to really working from my head and not from my guidance system. And so a huge learning curve for me to be able to do that and to step into the version of me that had unfolded through the summer and stepping into her shoes and making sure that that's who I was showing up with every single day. And so again, big learning curve, but so worth every every step so worth every step um i was i was again i was going into a launch i was doing a, a master class which was bringing in a lot of the things that i had learned over the summer which i was excited about but to be able to offer that and to teach it and to let it come out and flow out of me from a higher self rather than having a script and being like, this is what I have to say. This is what people want to, this is what I should do getting out of those shoulds. And again, stepping into that beautiful inner guidance that I knew I had and was so powerful within me. Mm -hmm. And that's when you truly transform. People take time off all the time, vacations, (laughs) do this, do that. But are you actually putting yourself in a container of time for a prolonged period of time? And I mean, let's say more than 48 hours, 72 hours, where you can actually bring your nervous system down. And to be honest, it's hard for me to do that if we go away with the kids. And so it's really planning, like the space that you're taking, is it ideal conditions for what you need to get back your equanimity? Uh, <laughs> and then, you know, when we can sink into that energy, because um, I've had the same experience as well of like taking that time, you're like, whoa, this feels really good. And it feels slow and it feels nice. And then we come back into these times where there's stuff to do because we run businesses and mm-hmm. we have goals and we want to do things. But it's that question of how can I still bring this with me? And to make sure that we are checking our schedules and giving ourselves space and I'm the same way. And, and, you know, you can probably relate to this where, yeah, I'll take an afternoon off, but I actually will get more done in less time by giving myself the space and coming back with a completely full cup. Mm -hmm. And so much of my creation, that feminine side is done in my downtime. So then when I sit down, I know exactly what I'm actually doing. I'm not here spinning and trying to brainstorm and like feeling like I should be doing when I'm still in that ideation or creation phase. Absolutely. And I know I found myself um, I, I would push through. And so if it was on my to-do list, it was getting done that day. It didn't matter if the creativity wasn't coming through. It didn't matter if there was so much resistance telling me, you know, you might want to put this away and come back to it because your energy is not there. It didn't matter. I would push through and everything would be done as in my schedule would be done. And so when I started doing this exactly like you, giving myself an afternoon off, Oh, wow. The things that would come through were amazing content creation. I didn't even have to struggle through it, which I was before it would just come through and it was so easy. And so taking that 
break, like when you're feeling the resistance towards your work, towards your family, anything, just taking that time, that space to be able to breathe, to, to just sit in the nothingness. It's pretty amazing how your channeling and your uh, crown chakra will open, will open just for you to be able to get the guidance that you need. It's, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. I think even having that, uh, that foresight or that vision of the season we're in, and recognizing, okay, I'm in a, I'm in a quote unquote busy season. Does it have to be a busy season? Does it have to burn me out? What are the things that I need in my life to uphold um, this energy? Yeah. And even like for myself, like popping outside for like a 20 minute walk in between like finishing my work day versus like about to start dinner with the kids or anything like that. And giving yourself that space to recenter, reground, have time to yourself and sink in as opposed to like from one task to the next task to the next task. And then your life just, or your day just feels like this big blur of unending tasks. Mm -hmm. And it's like what you said earlier, we have the time. We got it. Yeah. The time. And, and it's, it's jumping on our phones in between tasks to see if we have any messages. And instead of doing that, going for a 20 minute walk before, right. It, it's to really reprioritize you. And um, I was talking about this with my intuition group yesterday about how we are so trained to schedule and put everything on our schedule And then if there's room, let's schedule some time for me where we should be putting our me time in the schedule first and then scheduling everything else around because you are your priority. If you're not pouring back into your cup, if you are not taking care of you, you're not showing up for your family, for your work, for your clients in any way, shape or form. You're not showing up as your best self. And those little chunks of, and it could just be 15 minutes a chunk. You're those little chunks are going to be so big in terms of how you're going to feel and how you're going to show up. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, coming into this, you know, new version of you will say uh, with new awareness, working through, you know, triggers and, and different traumas and learning to show up as, as a better human, first and foremost to yourself and then to everyone else. I've seen this in myself and I always see it in my clients where we feel like we need to bring a part of that through into business. And I know you touched on a little, a little while ago. And so what was that like to not restructure and redo your entire business, but look at the framework you already had and ask yourself, how do I bring more of this current version of myself into it? Mm-hmm. And that, and to be honest, that was fun. Yeah. That was actually fun to be able to start pivoting and recalibrating some parts of my business because there were some parts of my business that I was forcing that that is how my business should look like. And I think that was the big, big question. And for me, a lot of it came when you asked me the question, if you could blow up your business, how would you put it back together? How would you re started how what, what were the things that you would do and for me just journaling about that was huge because there's a lot of things that I was doing because that's what a business person does where it didn't align with who I was it didn't feel good but I did it because I had to do it and so it really opened up my mind and my awareness to what I was doing and what I wanted to do in my business. And so for me, I took a huge step back for, from my one-on-one coaching where I had a full schedule and realized that I needed to take a step back because I needed to give myself space because I wanted to build community. I wanted to gather people together. 
I have a passion for that. I love that. It's at my core. And so it gave me a chance to be able to look at how can I bring that into my business and how can I um, how can I start launching programs that will do that, right? I Community and connection were so huge for me. And maybe it's because we were in the middle of COVID and I needed it for myself, but I was so drawn and called to it. And um, so, yeah, so I took a huge step back from one aspect of my business and opened up an entire other one so that I can start doing the things that fueled me because those things were going to keep me going and we're going to find my passion for my business again. Yeah. Yes. It's so powerful to sometimes stop being in that mentality of like, how do I build and what's the next thing and what's that next level? Like, obviously there is that masculine side of business Mm -hmm. that's needed for the growth, but if there are things that you're not enjoying, if there are things that are draining you, if if there's things you're resenting, things you're just showing up to do because you think you're supposed to, or you have to, or everyone's used to me doing this, then we're not asking ourselves how the business wants to actually evolve. And we're trying to grow something out of a place of, of misalignment. And, and take, taking that time to step back. And I absolutely love that question. But like, yeah, like if I was to blow this completely up, like how would I rebuild it? Because so many times we stay stuck of like, this is how it is. And how do I like band-aid it? As opposed to looking at how do I take this all apart? Like maybe sometimes figuratively but or literally. Uh, but most of the time just looking at like, how, how am I morphing this just a little bit? Yeah. Little and bit. it's a big question because if you start looking at the answers, it's scary. It is scary because you might have built something completely on what will put you in a box, right? What what society or what you should be doing when your heart is calling you to do something else. And I know that's what was going on with me. I needed to uh, to open my heart up. I needed to to uh, to to take the space to figure all this out. And it's pretty amazing when I did that because my business shifted even in the in, um, in, in what I was coaching shifted. Like I, I brought in more inner guidance. I brought in more intuition and soul. And now everybody that I coach, this is where we start. Like, are you, are you anchored in your soul? And if you're not, let's do some work. Cause this is where it all starts. You will not show up. The energy that you're projecting will not be the same. If you're just in a autopilot mode, than if you're actually passionate and, and love what you're doing. Yes. And a lot of times too, it doesn't have to be this like break in what you're doing. It's when I I use the word uh, evolve earlier, it's that evolution because you're still, it's still that same ideal client for you. There's just some deeper work and a deeper message. And so the audience is there and they're used to seeing you show up, you know, same every time I've pivoted, when I went from fitness coaching to business coaching, I, I was helping fitness entrepreneurs. So like that network was there for me. Now with what I'm doing here, I'm still helping female business owners that I helped with their business structure and stuff before. And so this evolution doesn't have to be this complete, like blow up, like crumble no. and throw away. And I'm starting with like absolutely nothing, but yeah. looking at how do we evolve what we already have into a, a more aligned way that we want to show up. And I love that you say that, right? Because it's true. The wording that I was using, you know, blow up your business, you're right. You don't have to take a break. What I found for me, it just, it brought my clients to a deeper level. And so I still coach on the same things. Now I just brought a different layer that brings people a little bit deeper into their transformation, into their healing so that they can release, they can find like, like I said, I'm all about soul and let's open that up. Like there's so much in there, so much. 
And a lot of the time it's so closed up or we're missing so many pieces that let's work on that. So it brought everybody just to a deeper level. And that's what we do. Our evolution, when we expand, we bring more into our business and yeah, we get deeper. That's with every area of life. It's and that's why I think a lot of people, um, myself included, where you'll you'll start to feel like you're stuck or things just don't feel right anymore. And I mean, you're growing. And if everything else in your world is not everything else that is takes up a lot of your time, like a business or let's say like a relationship, if that's not evolving with you, then there's going to be this discord uh, because there's uh, some misalignment there. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Rachel. This was, I, I mean, most likely very valuable for anybody who's biz- in business, anybody who's evolving. I know, you know, we have circles of friends of women who have done the same and, and it can be, you know, very scary. And so if there's a woman listening here who's in the middle of an evolution, um, she's maybe not connected to her business anymore, or maybe she's sensing a shift, but she's, she still feels like she's like in it and can't see that clarity. What would you want her to know? Mm, first thing that came through, space, we've talked about it, create space for yourself. And one of the questions that I asked myself often while I was going through this transition of evolution was, what am I talking myself in? And what am I talking myself out of in my day to day? Because I tended to, when fear would come up and be like, oh, this isn't who I am that I would talk myself in or out of things. And so to really get honest brutally honest with yourself. That's the only way you're ever going to get the truth. Even if you already know the truth deep down, but that's the only way you're ever going to get the truth. So take some space, journal, take those questions. What would I do if if I blew up my business? How would I rebuild it? And ask yourself, like start being aware, where are you making yourself do things or pulling yourself out because of what other people would think, or that's not who I should be. And really get clear really get um, focused on what that is. And then just baby steps, one little step at a time. And it doesn't have to be big. It could be, I'm adding 10 minutes of nothing in my day. It could be, okay, I'm going to do a five minute mindfulness meditation, or I'm going to take my lunch hour. I'm going to take 15 minutes to go for a walk. What are those little things that are just going to come back and bring you back to your truth, to your core, so that you can show up as the version of you that you imagine, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yes, that feels good. Oh, that feels really good. Yeah. Thank you so much. We're going to come back for part four. I want to talk about where you're at now. It's been pretty much a year since this uh, this evolution really started to take its tipping point. And I know you're very much like me where we're on like a calibrate and regulate daily basis at this time. And not that there are not uh, growth journeys that are happening or more evolution, but it's like we got some more tools in our tool belt to help us navigate and not let it be maybe something where we need a month of space uh, and learn how to be calibrating regularly. So Mm -hmm. thank you so much. We'll come back for part four. Awesome. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you for joining me on this episode today. My website, simplysarah.com is a great place for me to continue to support you on your journey to alignment, joy, and fulfillment. There you will find upcoming retreats that I am hosting, resources, books, and many other helpful tools to help you on your travels through this thing called life.